0: Hello and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast, where we share hot tips on how to do life and business without losing your mind. I'm your host, Savita Nanjapa, entrepreneur, high-achieving 9-to-5-er turned transformational success coach, helping you create a wildly successful business. Come hang out with me and other fabulous humans like you every week for stories and chats packed with a healthy dose of tips, resources, how-tos, and real talk. Side effects may include a happier and more confident you with each passing day. Hey beautiful people, welcome to yet another solo episode with me. Today I'm going to be talking about a topic which is close to my heart and you know I love everything to do with rituals, routines, productivity. So I'm going to be talking about evening routines. You may ask why evening routines even before morning routines I mean to talk about morning routines, but here's the thing. You can't have a great morning routine if you don't have a good wind down evening routine. Because the evening before, the night before, does set you up for how the next day goes for you. While I understand morning and evening routines come in all shapes and sizes, here's my thing. It doesn't always have to be about waking up at 5am, doing yoga or meditation, chanting, visualization all the success habits that I have spoken about and so many people out there have also spoken about. Choose rituals that you actually enjoy, not because everyone else is doing them, but because it's meaningful to you, it's enjoyable to you and it sets you up right. When I used to work a nine to five, I always woke up at the last second. I was constantly rushing to get ready in order to leave the house, get to work on time, get stuck in traffic reach about five minutes late, I would end up feeling anxious, feeling stressed out in traffic. Sometimes I would skip breakfast and then I would, you know, dive into my chair and start my work for the day. And my work was also pretty stressful for a number of years. And then the same thing, I would work late, then drive back home, have dinner and fall into sleep, into an exhausted sleep, I must add. And this continued and there would be days that I would make up my mind. I would be like, I'm going to start right. I'm going to be organized. I'm going to leave early. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. It would work for a couple of days and then it all would go downhill again. Then when I became a mom, that first year was a mess. You think you know what to expect, but you don't because you lose a lot of sleep. You have a newborn, you're feeding, you're up all hours, your sleep cycle has, you know, is completely out of whack. I had anxiety in the early months, and then, of course, as my baby girl grew, there were good days and bad days in terms of sleep. It was dependent on her schedule. Sometimes she would be unwell, you know, kids start play school. You think it's gonna get better, but actually, they come back home with a bunch of viruses or infections. So she would fall ill, then I would stay up in the night. You know, early morning, my husband would pick up the slack and I would go to sleep. But my sleep quality was so bad. That it didn't matter because you still wake up exhausted. And this continued for a while. And then, of course, it gets better. It doesn't go away because you still can have, kids still fall sick. Kids still can have nightmares. Plus, we have a dog now who then decides to bark at unknown noises. So there's still sleep interruption that I face, but it has gotten better. But here's the thing that I do remember about, My working days and my early days as a parent, I was exhausted all the time. I can't remember a time that I wasn't tired. So when I started my business at the end of 2017, the first thing I told myself was to allow myself a couple of extra hours in the morning to have some time to myself. But I told myself that I'm not going to have this frazzled, crazy rush in the morning. It was so important for me to wake up feeling calm and not stressed. To have time to do the things that I enjoy and to help decrease overwhelm and prepare myself for the day. So right now for me, it's really important to have time to do the things that I enjoy and to help decrease overwhelm in my day because my work needs me to be high on energy. I'm sitting, I'm listening to people, I'm coaching. I need to be fully present so I can't afford to have a dip in my energy. Sleep is precious to me and it should be for you as well. Ariana Huffington, the creator of Huffington Post and the author of the book Thrive, but also the latest one, which is a sleep revolution, says about her time when she would make do with three to four hours, maybe max five hours of sleep. And this was for a long period of time. And one day she fainted from exhaustion, hit her head on her desk. Desk was a glass desk, broke her cheekbone. She ended up with stitches in her eye. And that's when she decided and she began the journey of discovering the value of sleep. So lack of sleep isn't something to brag about and studies show it really has an impact not just on your quality of life, but on your productivity, on your health and on your longevity. So let's talk about how to set up a good evening routine. If you have young children, of course, it may look very different for you and I would recommend that obviously while your kids are on a schedule, I suggest you also prioritize rest and find a way to catch up on sleep and add naps into your lifestyle. Here are some things that I want you to focus on when you decide to set up this evening routine. Number one, prioritize yourself and decide that your morning and evening routines are really important to you. Like this is something that you have to decide. It can't be, oh yes, sleep is important, but I also need to You know, do XYZ things. It's one of the things that you do. Focus on it initially. Like all things, setting up a habit, setting up a routine takes a little time, but with a little bit of focus, you can do it. It's something that you can pull off easily. However, it really depends on what your current lifestyle looks like. So, my next thing for you is to evaluate what is happening. What is your current lifestyle like? How do you spend your evenings? How do you spend your time? What time do you eat dinner? What's your social life? like so evaluate what is happening right now and ask yourself are you staying up late even after your kids are in bed so you can catch up on netflix do you read late into the night i'm guilty of this sometimes actually often do you socialize a lot and i'm not talking about you know the weekend or one-off times i'm talking about two to three times um during the week as well as the weekend same for reading and netflix it's not about the one time that you do it in the week but are you doing it five days a week? If you answered yes to any of these, take note of what boundaries you need to create for yourself and what do you need to say no to. And my third thing for you is to really evaluate are you in bed with devices before the lights go out? You have to have a hard stop for this, and this is a huge challenge. It is a challenge for me, even now. There are days I struggle with it. I'm scrolling through which I know then has an impact on my quality of sleep. I never go into deep sleep. I'm wakeful. I wake up quite often and then I have to keep going back to sleep. So there's disturbed sleep and I wake up tired. Ask yourself if you're doing this and is there a way that you can scale that back, shut down devices an hour before and that hour that you have before you turn your lights off, can you do something else? Read an actual book maybe, listen to soothing music. Listen to a guided meditation, you know, figure it out, figure out what works for you. You may have to try a few things to see what really works. Now, I'm going to do a quick rundown of my routine and these two big changes that I've had to make in my uh, routine and my habits uh, from the way I've lived my life for a long time now. So, here is one habit that I've had to really change, and it had to happen over a period of time, not overnight. There were we are a global coaching business and we have clients who are on different time zones. And that means sometimes I'm working on US timings, UK timings, I'm working East Coast, West Coast timings, which means I end up working late, taking really late work calls and coaching calls. I've had to change that and see if I could move it all to just one day per week where I'm doing this, batch it, schedule it all and do it on that one day and there and also move it to maybe bi-weekly and not every week. Of course there are days that are going to be avoidable but I try to maintain the same routine most days and I don't work post 6 p.m unless it's a call that I couldn't fit anywhere else. I also make sure to follow a schedule and sync my schedule to that of my daughters. So there are some classes that she takes which means on that day because I'm not working and I'm driving her to these classes, then I kind of catch up on work afterwards. So sometimes it's 6pm, but sometimes it could be 7. The second habit that I had to change was about the time that I ate my dinner. It used to be so erratic. It used to be sometimes all of us together, sometimes all of us at different hours because of my calls. Now I try to eat my dinner anytime between 6.30 and 7 as much as possible. Also because it's healthy, also because it's some form of intermittent fasting and uh, it gives me some time before I go to sleep. And now I found the more i done this, the days that I end up eating a lot later and then going to bed, I can't. I find it hard to fall asleep. So these are two big changes that I had to make in my own lifestyle. But here's a rundown of what happens. So Currently, when I'm done for the day, I usually have a quick look at what my next day looks like. I plan my calendar well in advance, so I know usually what's coming up for the week and the week that follows. So I know kind of two weeks in advance what it looks like, which does not leave a lot of room for spontaneous stuff, but it means that I'm super organized. And once I do that and kind of review what's coming up for the next day, I make sure that I leave my desk well organized. I hate messy. I can't think if it's messy. So I like to come back in the morning also to a neat work desk, even though I work from home. I like it to be neat. I like a good, I like fresh flowers. I like candle on my table, all, all the works. Once I do that, I usually take an hour to kind of, you know, run, do some chores, have a conversation with my child, give her dinner, then I eat dinner. We eat as a family if my husband's home early, sometimes when he's on a project, then we kind of. You know, end up having, he has his dinner much later, but I sit with him even if I've had my dinner. And then begins the bedtime routines for my daughter. It's like a book that we read. There's a wind down for her as well. And then I put her to bed. And then it's my time. This is the time when usually I end up scrolling a little bit. Sometimes it's Netflix or a book. I try to stop scrolling on social media or being on my device uh, one, one hour prior. But sometimes I tend to read a book on my Kindle, which is another thing, or there are some blog sites, websites that I like to catch up my reading on. I'm trying to move that away from a device into an actual book. After this, usually it's a candle or a guided meditation I put down or there's silent breathing. It depends on what I'm feeling like and I'm very good at checking in with myself and what I need. Some days it's silent, some days it's, you know, I just need to switch off, I need quiet space. And some days I'm okay to just sit down and chat and then, you know, casually take myself off to bed. That's really important for you to know what is it that you need and it can change on a daily basis. And usually once I try to go to bed at the same time, lights are out at the same time. I like my room to be cool. I turn on the AC sometimes uh, for a little while to cool the room down. I need it to be soundproof. I cannot handle noise. I'm very noise sensitive. I shut all my windows. So that's important for a good quality sleep. And yeah, with that, I'm off to bed. And I don't sleep late. I, I'm usually off to bed by 10 because my mornings start early. I, I'm wakeful. My husband's an early riser. And again, because I'm noise sensitive, I can hear him moving around. So I wake up anytime. Usually happens between 5 and 6. And then after that, it's getting my daughter off to school before I can even get started with my morning routine. So that's my routine like. And here are some suggestions for you to wind down, to figure out your own evening routine, if that's something that you are evaluating right now. Evaluate what's happening right now. Evaluate the boundaries you need to set up, what you need to say yes to, what you see need to say no to. It's, you can't just be the only person on a routine. It's usually the whole family and the household needs to kind of come together. And so you may need to work together to ensure that happens so your children's routines your kids routines your family routines kind of have to be similar and then of course some suggestions for your wind down is dim layer lights i like to swap uh, white light to yellow light you can have chamomile tea you can use uh, lavender oil and uh, or a diffuser with which has lavender in it because it really does put you to sleep you could have soft music playing you could uh, listen to a guided meditation to calm you down, especially if you had a very stressful, anxious day. A good book, uh, not one on devices. But also remember with the good book, it has to be one that doesn't grip you. And it's not like you have to finish. It's, it shouldn't be a book that you can't put down. I, I've done this. And then I've ended up staying up really late just to finish the book. Cool rooms, though, so make sure to cool your room down. Quiet rooms sometimes a shower or a bath helps but with all of this be flexible yes a morning and evening routine can set you up for a more productive and successful day but you also want to make sure you're enjoying it and not doing and not just doing certain rituals because you feel like you should be doing them stop watching what everyone else is doing and do what feels right for you but do it so you are actually setting up good routines that keep you in good stead and wishing you a productive morning but a peaceful and calm evening routine with that bye until next time thank you for listening to the podcast if you like this episode and you want more you can go to the show notes on my website which is successwithsavita.com forward slash podcast If you like what you've heard so far, I would be grateful to you if you could leave me a five-star review, subscribe to this podcast and share with a friend who may find this useful. You can also follow me on my Instagram at successwithsavita and DM me any questions you may have and I will be happy to answer them for you. Until the next episode, believe in yourself and all the best to your success.